Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassier-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Business Membership Advisor and meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Carly with us. Hello, Carly. Hi, John. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's a real pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your business. My business is helping professional women to prevent burnout in business. Wow. Very successful. Wow, yes. I mean, because anyone who's been in business has gone somewhere down that kind of line towards being burnt out to some degree, I think. Yes. Or at least suffered intense moments of stress. I sense a bit of a story behind that. So how did, how did you get started yeah, in all this? I've been in business uh, since my 20s, various different things, and it's just kind of grown and grown in different formats. But I've become more and more interested in burnout, particularly because I had that experience. And because it's so horrible, and if you've had that experience, then it, because a lot of people get confused, it's not the same as stress. You see, stress is, you're, you're still kind of buzzing, you're still, you're still going on, you can still do stuff. But when you get to a point where you're burning out, you start losing your energy. You lose your drive, you lose your passion. And when you've been doing something that you're passionate about, that you've been striving to do for so long, you just think, what's going on? And it's a really scary moment. And so I'd like to prevent people from getting to that place in the first place. That'd be so much wow. better to go for the prevention. Oh, definitely, definitely. So what would be some of the early signs of um, burnout? Because I think, like you say, a lot of people get confused with stress because um, yeah. some stress is good for you. Some stress is, absolutely. Some positive stress. And, and having a business is a, can be a positive stress as well. And even working towards things, having goals, that's all good stress. But the problem is, is when it becomes to, it's like overload. Burnout is just overload of work stress. And there is a definition for it now, but it is also characterized by fatigue. And somebody stressed, they can have some fatigue, but usually they, they're kind of running off adrenaline still. So still, they can still manage things, but it's that real starting to get more and more tired, starting to get more, um, just losing passion, losing interest, losing focus, productivity is going there the warning signs towards it and a real a completely burnt out state can can then be total fatigue and at that point that's the stop point somebody really can't do anymore no and i should imagine a lot of people try to push through that yes of course because a lot of us in business are high achievers very driven people and so yeah so it's very common to think you know to try to just push through it and there's there can be some stigma about it as well and so, but trying to push through is the worst thing because it's only going to make matters worse. And it's something that it doesn't just go away. It's not going to sort itself out. And going on a holiday can be useful, but sometimes that's just not going to be good enough either. Right. So, so taking lifestyle adjustments. So if somebody's starting to sense this resonates with them, what are some of the practical things they can do apart from maybe having a quick fix which is like a a little holiday just a yeah. break from it all uh, a break from it all can be can be a great thing to do for sure yes but what what can they do to really help themselves this because 
if, a, if burning out is a chronic overload of work stress, but then quite often people are doing other things at the same time, like eating poorly, not really focusing on sleep, not getting enough time out for themselves, and then it all compounds on top of it. And it's this compounding effect that's the problem. So some of the things, for, I mean, one of the first things is to just work on sleep, getting better quality sleep. And that's such a key one. And some of that is to stop all work at least an hour before sleep, like minimum. And that means all screens, mobiles, computers, emails, everything. Because the blue light from the screens, it suppresses melatonin, which is what we need to help us fall sleepy. And so when that happens, it becomes this vicious cycle because if somebody's not producing adequate levels of melatonin, they're not getting deep quality sleep, they're more tired the next day. And if that, if that cycle keeps persisting, that's a serious problem. So uh, one thing, that one thing, focus on sleep. So if somebody said to you, Carly, I really can't give up. I've got to work until I drop. Um, is, there's some filters you can get for the blue screens. Are they effective? Are they... Yeah, they are. The thing about that is, and yeah, I'm really in favor of using blue blocking glasses, maybe changing the lights in the house, doing all of those things. I think that's a great idea. And I do do that myself. But I do think as well, we need a cutoff. Because, because using screens, watching things is still very stimulating to the brain. And to get good sleep, we need to do non stimulating activities to be able to tone down ourselves enough to be able to then start getting into good quality sleep. And sometimes when people say, yeah, but I sleep eight hours a night, but then they're still tired in the morning, they're not getting the quality of sleep because they're not getting into the very deep sleep, which is when we regenerate and rejuvenate. Our bodies go for all these processes of renewal. So what would be some of those non-stimulating activities that we could do very simply? Anything like, I'd say just stopping. And some people find this very hard, especially very driven people, because suddenly it's like, oh, what do I do with it? It's just kind of me and me. What do I, what do, I do? And it can become, like, oh, gosh. But having a warm bath, listening, it's all the usual stuff. It can be meditating, but that's not for everyone. It can be doing anything which is going to be relaxing for that person. And that can be a whole host of different things. It could be just going out for a walk. It could be reading. I think reading can be very good for some people. Some people may do better listening to an audible book. Some people can do very um, well listening to guided imagery. Some people, it just depends on the person. Some people could knit and knitting would really help them to tone down. I know that guys, maybe just doing it before bed might be a bit late, but washing a car for some men is so relaxing. But for women, that'd be massively stressful. <laughs> so it does depend on the individual but it's whatever can help you to tone down and that can take a bit of practice because if somebody's so wired as well because they're doing stuff continuously it can take practice to learn how to slow down yes now one of the things you indicated there that men and women would you say they respond differently to stress and burnout yeah i would say i think well, women do tend to go to get more burnt out, more, the more likely to. Women don't seem to be so easily to switch off, sometimes as men, but it's not always the case. You quite often will find a man will just plonk himself down in the evening on the sofa and he can just kind of switch off. 
where a woman's very agitated, needs to get up and do stuff still, and won't stop doing stuff. And is that by when I've si- sorry? Yeah, I <clears throat> I think it's to a point. I think there's some conditioning. I think there's a lot of yeah. stuff playing into it. I've also seen it because I, I've got to monitor um, a tracker which I can use with people and I can monitor somebody's stress levels. And I've seen it quite often with a, with a man and he'll be sitting there and the stress monitor gives me a line graph. It shows red for, for stress, green for relaxation. And a man can sit there and just being green, sitting there watching TV. I've seen the same, a woman doing exactly the same, but she'll still be in the red. Right, that's interesting. Cause it's really that, interesting. I've seen that commonly, yeah. Wow, and do you think that's, it's probably a yes, no answer, not a yes, no answer, I mean, uh, but is that biological, cultural? Like I say, I think it's, I think there's a lot of combinations of stuff. There's so much weaving into it. For, for women, it can be hormonal as well, it can be playing into it. There's a lot of factors. There's never usually um, just one thing. It's, most of these things are so multifaceted. Yes. So is this kind of the moving away from being like the superwoman, a superman in life? Uh, do you think we've moved away from that or is that still a big part of everybody's psyche? Yeah. I see. I see. Hmm, it's an interesting one. I see no problem. I think we can harness our superpowers, but we've got to learn to do it better. <laughs> That's sort of not just drive ourselves there. If we take impeccable care of ourselves by doing the right things, then we can have superhuman powers during the day where we've got to probably like Superman did. So we've got to go and regenerate as well. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. So it's um, part of that superpower is taking that time out. Yeah. Cause that's what kind of builds us up again. Yeah. If we don't do that, then we're just going to hammer ourselves into the ground. It's as simple as that. And yeah, so I do think certain self care practices, help us to do that really well. Right, and one of the things you mentioned also was food. And yeah, absolutely. A- any suggestions? I know this is probably um, a hot topic, <laughs> but any suggestions that would maybe help if we're on that kind of feeling of uh, burnout? I think one of the things is under, under stress, people, and, and particularly burnout, because burnout, one of the characteristics is neglecting self. It's total neglect. Trying to catch it before it gets to that point is definitely preferable. And, and part of um, when people are on that stress road, they tend to eat food on the run, tend to put food as a very low priority. But it isn't because food is what fuels us completely. And under stress, we're burning up nutrients at a higher rate. So if we're not putting them in, we're going to suffer the consequences. So food is really, really key. And it is putting some priority there, but it doesn't mean it has to be difficult. It can be very simple and very quick and easy. I'm very in favor of things like smoothies. Smoothies are fantastic. They're such a quick and easy way to do it. You can make one in five, 10 minutes and you can make it and put vegetables in it, some fruits. You can put fat sources like flaxseed in, avocados and things like that in it. You can put superfoods in it, blitz it up, and it's ready to go. Fabulous. You know, you can, you can make it into a complete meal. Most, a lot of people can make them into like absolute sugar bombs, which will <laughs> be more detrimental than positive. But if they're well formulated, then you've got a complete meal right then and there, and it's quick. Excellent. Excellent. So 
if somebody feels oh sorry another question just occurred to me so lots of questions yeah go for it <laughs> so I, i'm guessing one of the challenges is that you often don't realize that you're, you're heading towards burnout because you're just trying to power through that self-neglect and you, so yeah. if you see somebody or there's somebody close to you or you know somebody how would you approach them to see whether you could help them in some way yeah i think i think education is a big one on this because you're right unless you've been there i think once you've been there you start you know those kind of signs and you start knowing to to do things to pull back out but for somebody who's never been there then they can be quite oblivious to it and because things happen it's a bit like that one of, uh, about boiling a frog you know if you put the frog in the boiling water then he'll jump back out but if you put him in warm water and bring it to boil he'll die because it happens slowly. He doesn't realize it's happening. It's very similar effect going towards burnout. Um, because it doesn't just happen. It's, a, it's usually a, you know, some sort of slow process. So education is definitely one. And um, because the thing about it is, because people think, well, I haven't got time. I haven't got time to stop. But burnout will stop someone. It will stop someone completely. And then it can it could completely ruin a business, everything someone's created. So it's I think this is an education. That's part of what I want to do is just to educate people to start knowing and to start respecting their bodies more and seeing this so they can catch it before they get into that burnout state. Because when somebody is in a chronic burnout state, it can be very hard to get out of. Yes, and I guess your app will have a um a feedback loop there so that it's people can have a conversation about it yes absolutely and i think we really do need to bring this to awareness particularly in the in the in the workplace and particularly among self-employed people because self-employed people are particularly at risk of this yes so how does the app work i haven't got an app oh is it do you mean the, do you mean the monitor yes yes I do oh, the monitor yeah, yeah i actually i have one hold on one second it is, it is this, All this right. monitor, Very and it small. goes here and here. It's worn over three days and three nights, and this tracks heart rate variability. And so basically, like I said, when it comes back, I get a really interesting line graph. I can see exactly what's triggering stress responses during the day, how someone's recovering, how much they're recovering because it's not about not being stressed. It's about the balance of recovery to stress. If someone's just like chronically stressed, it's red, red, red without enough green to balance it. Then you can see if they carry on like that, if that's persistent, then that could potentially lead to them burning out. And also it gives me feedback to what's happening at night. Cause like I said, some people are there, they may be sleeping for eight or so hours a night. I've also seen it where somebody's in red past 12 o'clock, past one o'clock, and then they're getting up at seven. So they're not actually getting any quality of sleep. And that's why they're so tired still in the morning. Wow. So it's really interesting. And when you see it in front of you, you see this hard data, which can't lie, then it's, it's, it's a bit of a wake up call. Yes. It sounds very elegant and it's such a slim, small, tracker yes, as well it's, it's fascinating i know there's a lot of trackers out there and people saying well i've got a fitbit i've got this and i've got that but the, the difference with this is because somebody's keeping an online diary with it 
so you can you can see more accurately exactly what's going on because a Fitbit or some of the other trackers can't tell you that because some someone's not keeping that diary with it so they're just not they haven't got that same um, they haven't got that the same data that usable data and with it then I can say well look you know this you you were doing this you're you're drinking here that may be what's affecting your sleep later on here and I can see what's going on. Wow. So there's somebody listening and they feel like this could be the thing that helps them um, or there's, they suspect they may be heading towards burnout. How would they contact you? They can contact me. They can email me. They can direct message me through LinkedIn, go to my website and I've got a special offer at the moment. So if someone wants to do the tracker and wear it for the three days or three nights, um, I'll get it sent to their address and then I'll hop onto a Zoom meeting and give them a plan of action, which will be simplistic and step by step. And I've got that on offer at the moment. Um, so it's £120 at the moment. So £30 off until the end of July. All right, fabulous. And we'll put your, the links on our website to your website so people can find you that way. Thank you. Thank you ever so much for sharing your story and uh, the tips around sleeping and eating and that burnout. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for letting me come on. Oh, thank you, Carly. Thank you ever so much. <laughs> it's okay. wonderful to hear the, the amazing, innovative, different businesses we have in the area. So if you know any business owners, any entrepreneurs, please do send them my way. And until next time. I'll see you soon. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as FSB Networking. Thousands upon thousands of our members already benefit from our members networking events. Join us wherever you are in the UK and take advantage of our regular business networking events or our virtual networking. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.